welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey. We're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing? Um, okay, so actually today, like literally an hour ago, I had my last therapy session with the gal that I've been seeing for the last like maybe not quite a year and a half, but like close to that. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. Really? About like switching therapists? Well, I'm not switching, I guess, so much as I'm taking a pause. Okay. Gotcha. I, I guess in the future, if I, if, I mean, I'd, I'll definitely go back to therapy at some point, but, and it could potentially be with her or it might be somebody new. Recently, I've been thinking that I might want to try like a different type of therapy because I've only ever really done like talk therapy. Yeah. Um, that could be cool. A fun experiment. Yeah. Which, and I love talk therapy. But yeah, there's all kinds of different things. Like we talk about Debbie on here a lot. And so I'm like, maybe I need to call Debbie. Yeah. Or like um, EMDR. Like there's so many somatic therapy. There's so many cool types. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, we just kind of, we just wrapped up. And at the end, she was asking me like how I was feeling about it. And I think it took me a little bit to process it. Like at first it was like kind of a shock Um because she, we ended because she is leaving her like current practice and then is going to out of pocket, um, like a private practice. And, you know, all my few other educators out there know that <laughs> out of pocket expenses, uh, are a lot. So tough. Yeah. It's a tough sell. Yeah. And so anyway, I, it took me a little bit to process, but then I think I was kind of like, you know, I feel like we've done a lot of good work in the last year and a half. I feel like I've learned some good things from her and things that I've been able to apply um, to my life. And the, the number one being like, oh, it always feels better <laughs> when you communicate how you're feeling, even though it feels painful and the anxiety of it is terrible when you actually just do it, then like things are so much better. So I feel like I have her voice in my head on some things and overall, I just feel like I'm in a good place. Like, yeah. you know, not that things aren't stressful here and there, but yeah, I definitely feel better about where I am than I was when we started together. So that's great. Yeah. New adventure ahead. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Okay. What about you? How are you growing? Well, I'm literally growing another human because I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am so excited. Um, also, just a quick disclaimer. Uh, we know that pregnancy is sometimes a really hard topic for people. And so please feel free to skip this episode um, if this is a tough one for you. Yes, um, definitely don't want to discount anybody else's situation. I know that pregnancy can be very variable for everybody. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because I think I was very staunchly in the camp of like, the less I know, the less I'll dread it, like in mm -hmm. relation to pregnancy in general. And I have done a full 180 on that one. Like one of the like most prevalent feelings that I felt in my first trimester and I'm while we're recording that I'm just right at the 12 week mark. Um, but one of the most prevalent feelings I've had this whole time is like, why did nobody tell me how hard this is? Like, mm -hmm. I felt like I was lied to. So yeah. 
I feel very strongly about talking about my experience so that other people understand what's possible. I know it's not like not everybody's experience is like this, but sure. It can be really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So also a disclaimer, if you just don't want to hear about pregnancy stuff because it gives you the heebie-jeebies, like also feel free to skip this one. <laughs> yeah. I would say nothing that I'm going to say today is like specifically like I feel like the, you know, kind of the birth part is kind of gory and whatever. Mm-hmm. But everything that I've experienced is more like just physical, like medical problems. So yes. Um, the other thing that's really hard about this is I know that two things can be true at one time, but it's mm-hmm. sometimes hard to remember that like, just because I'm suffering, like, like, I'm still so grateful to be pregnant. I'm just yeah. had a really hard time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let me just start the questions. <laughs> Go for it. So, okay. Can you tell us about how you found out that you were pregnant? Like, did you have a sense Did you, were you like testing a lot? Tell us the scoop. Good question. Uh, We were, we had decided that at the beginning of the year we would start trying and like not really even trying, but like not, not trying. So I really didn't have a whole lot of expectation one way or the other. I was just like, you know, when it happens, it happens. But at the end of January, we were, we had decided to go out to brunch and through a series of unfortunate events, we weren't able to sit down and eat until like 2 p.m. And I hadn't had anything to eat all day. And I wasn't hungry. And mm-hmm. we sat at the bar and I didn't feel like I was in the mood for a cocktail. And I also was craving orange juice. And so I was like, all three of these things are very out of character for me. So mm-hmm. um, Seb was like, I think you should take a test. Like, I think you might be pregnant. And I was like, all right, well, we'll see. Yeah. And I was. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold. So did you did you take more than one? I took two, yeah. And then okay. I actually ended up at the doctor that week anyway. So he like my regular doctor, he verified it. Okay. What would you say was your like emotional reaction? Like when you see like the the positive sign, I'm assuming Seb is there with you. He wasn't with me. Um, he knew I was going to take the test that day, but he, like, he was actually pretty sure I was pregnant. Like, he, you know how okay. he gets. He's course, like, yeah. He yeah, you're pregnant. And so I was like, okay, well, I came downstairs and was just like, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, like, did you guys start talking immediately about, like, what is it? What do we think it is? Did you start talking about names? Like, what was the immediate response of like, okay, we're pregnant. This is happening. Next step. Honestly, that is a great question because I feel like the two of us reacted a little differently. And it was very interesting because even though we had decided to get pregnant, I don't think either of us like really fully accepted it at the beginning. Like Mm. I was, it was really hard for me to not think about Like, it was kind of in the back of my head all the time. Like, I'm pregnant. I can't eat certain things. Like, whatever. Um, Seb went into project mode. I think that – actually, I know that he was stressed out a little bit. Like, he went to, like, what if the – like, what if something happens? I think he was just like, I'm not going to get attached to this until Mm. it's real. Okay. So, he kind of was protecting himself a little bit. Yeah. So, he just went into, like, I have things to do. 
And so he got a lot of stuff done for the first couple of weeks. So I would say we didn't really start discussing things in depth for a while after we found out. Like, of course, you know, we were talking about it here and there because you can't sure. ignore something that, that is that big of a change right. in your life. But right. um, he is convinced that it's a boy. Has been from I, the beginning. I'm convinced it's a girl. Yeah. And I don't know. And I don't really care, to be totally honest. Like, we will find yeah. out. Um, we have an anatomy scan in the middle of May to find out. But um, Okay, will you tell me on my birthday? Can I be my birthday present that I was right? <laughs> I have to see exactly what day okay, my – I'll have to see exactly what day my appointment is. But, okay. yeah, so he thinks it's a boy. I don't really care. And okay, do you, you so you don't have like a feeling either way? Not really. No, I'm trying to remember. I know there's all these like you know midwife tales mm-hmm. that are like, oh, if you carry it this way, it's probably a boy, or if you have this symptom, it's probably a girl, or whatever. I don't know what all of them are, and I don't know how accurate it is, but yeah, well, I think a lot of them do tend to like be about how you're carrying and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not showing yet. So yeah. So that's uh, too, too soon to say. Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot in this process too. Like I didn't know that they start counting your weeks at the first day of your last period. So like they start oh. counting before you're even pregnant, which is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Um. Oh, the other thing I found out is that it's like not totally uncommon for you to lose weight in the first trimester. So mm-hmm. that was odd. I just thought, Oh, the, like from, from here, I'm just going to expand, yeah. <laughs> which is not what happened. <laughs> Things are just going to get bigger. Yeah. Okay. We definitely need to talk about how this first trimester has been, but before we move to that, do you know at what week does the baby even develop like it's private parts? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, the anatomy scan isn't till like, I don't know if this is right, but I want to say like 18 weeks. Yeah, I feel like it's like halfway-ish. Yeah. Uh, but what was interesting and crazy, like the technology is really insane. We went and did our first ultrasound when I was 10 weeks and you could see the little arms and legs. And she was like, if you had come in even a few days ago, like this wouldn't have shown up on here. It's like, that is fascinating. That like, really is fascinating. I know. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of baby questions throughout this pregnancy because like what? I don't know. I mean, you might not know. Them, but I'm like, at what point do they, uh, this is something we were talking about the other <laughs> week, which is kind of silly. And if anybody knows the answer, please let us know. But we were talking about how you start to like produce more blood when you're mm-hmm. pregnant and like you're more susceptible to like nosebleeds and those types of things. But we're like, at what point does the baby get its own blood? Like, is it, like, I don't know, which like maybe doesn't even make sense, but yeah, like, wait, it's crazy. I, and like, the baby? <laughs> I don't really have an answer for you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I can, all I can tell you is that when it, when we did our 10 week ultrasound, yeah. it was three and a half centimeters long. Which is like absolutely nothing. Yeah. And they can still get a picture of it. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that is insane. Yeah. The technology truly is incredible for, I mean, like all things, but yeah, definitely on the baby front. For sure. Okay. Tell us about your 
first trimester experience. I know it has not been all glowy skin and sunshine. No, it has not. Um, So I found out around like, I don't know, what is it, like five and a half weeks. And Mm -hmm. I would say a week six, I started to feel bad. (laughs) Okay. So about three days later. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I had like a week. Maybe I had a week where it was like where I felt fine. And actually, at the very beginning, I craved fruit and raw vegetables. Like that was all I really was interested in eating, which was weird. Interesting. Um, I'm not a big like I like salad, but I'm not a huge salad person, but I was like eating salads every day. It was weird. Um, and then around week six, the nausea hit and the biggest, I'm not like, I know that people get really sick when they're pregnant, but I didn't understand or like, it just didn't penetrate my brain. I guess maybe that you're, you're, some people are nauseous all day. Like there's not morning sickness is a lie. It's not just a couple of hours of feeling bad. I felt bad from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep and even sometimes in the night. Like right. And I never I only threw up a little bit throughout the whole thing and I honestly don't even think that that was like morning sickness related. Okay. That's my feeling on it, but I was just nauseous all the time and like not eating. So eating made me even more nauseous. Like Mm -hmm. the thought of eating, actually eating, (laughs) digesting, like all of that made me nauseous. And when I didn't eat enough, I would get physically weak. And so that was like a bad, uh, like another bad feeling in my body that was kind of hard to prevent. Um, So I feel like I was fluctuating between like nauseous and physical, like discomfort, weakness all the time. Well, and it's one of those things where, yeah, like the, obviously like you need to eat, like you need calories, like all of those things, like we all do, but the, oh man, I feel it's like rocking a hard place. Like in its truest form. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, the midwife, when we first went in was like, you know, it's okay. Cause I told her I wasn't feeling well. And she was like, it's okay if you lose a little weight, like not a big deal it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me a packet of like all of the common problems in pregnancy okay. and like how to treat them, which was very helpful. And it didn't come until I was 10 weeks. So I was mm-hmm. like, I really wish you had sent me this when I made the appointment because yeah. I could have benefited from this a month ago. And the other thing, because I I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was. So this is a good place for me to also insert that my brain does not work right now. Like the <laughs> brain fog is such a real thing. Like yeah. I, that's part of the reason why we didn't do the thing last week with our spring break episode. Yeah. I just can't think right now. Um, so well, yeah. And I remember I learned this like not that long ago, like within the last year that pregnancy brain is like an actual like medical thing. Like I had always just heard that being like, I don't know in my brain, I was like, Oh, it's just like, you're busy keeping another human alive. And so like, that's what you think about a lot. So, you know, no. you might forget things or, but it's like, Oh no, the baby literally takes, takes brain mass from you, from yes. you. Like your brain mass 8%. decreases. Yeah. It's crazy. 8%. And then you get it back. But it borrows 8% of your brain. Yeah. Which and is, I, it's crazy. Yeah. So 
the nausea and the weakness, which, you know, along with that comes fatigue and like also sleepiness because I was just sleeping a lot um, mm-hmm. at the beginning. Which is also not um, – is, is unlike you. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I like naps, but I don't normally take them that often. Yeah. Um, well, and you just like struggle to sleep a lot. Yeah. Honestly, my insomnia still happens. Like I still wake up during the night for a little while, but I okay. I sleep good. Like I sleep hard. So that's good. Which I wonder if your insomnia will benefit you at all. I think it in, will in, in motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those first few years. Yeah. Because like I'm so used to it. Right. Yeah. Actually, yes. I think that was a blessing in disguise. One okay. benefit of insomnia is that I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So one of the other things that I didn't really understand is that when you're pregnant, kind of like all of the processes in your body slow down mm-hmm. and your blood volume increases, which like causes a bunch of other stuff. Um, so another thing that I really, really have struggled with is slow digestion. And so even with the nausea, there came a point where I was having to monitor every single thing I put in my mouth and also take a bunch of stuff just to be able to move food through mm-hmm. my body. Yeah. It was like a full job, like for me yeah. to be able to eat and like expel waste, which is crazy. Yeah. Definitely um, something I take for granted for sure after hearing like it's been so difficult. I'm like, oh, okay. Need to be a little more grateful for my <laughs> digestive system right now. Yeah. And so unfortunately, that like all, the combination of all these problems led to the point where. I went in for like my 12 week appointment and I had lost 10 pounds in two weeks. And they oh were like, gosh. okay, we like, we need to get this under control. Cause like you, <laughs> yeah. like it's fine if you lose weight, but like you can't lose too much weight. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they did a bunch of stuff, which I have recommendations. I just would have done so many of these things differently if I had known this stuff from the beginning. So mm-hmm. I like at some point at the end, maybe I want to talk through like the recommendations I would have if I were me starting over at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Just to put a little bit of little tips out there that like might not work for other people, but also they might. So yeah, like more information is power. So yeah, absolutely. Have y'all started to kind of imagine like what baby might be like or any of those types. I I don't know. I feel like it would be hard not to, but I also know that you have a pretty serious stance on like trying not to have like expectations um, and like very much trying to, you know, set yourself up in the way that you're like honoring that like this is, although you are creating this human, it's its own being and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think you put that really well. Um, I would say that we've talked through possibilities, especially we have a niece who has special needs. So, um, you know, we had to discuss like, do we want to get the tests run for like the common birth defects? And we decided not to do that because our feeling is like, in the end, it's not going to change anything. So like, we're cool. That's fine. I think we've discussed things abstractly when we see them come up, like, you know, there is a lot of issues with school systems. And like, we've talked a little bit about like what we would like for our children's education and things like that. But I think at this point, at this stage, I will say the point at which I think both of us were like, oh, shoot, 
there's a baby in there is but, when we saw it on the ultrasound it was yeah. like oh okay this is it's, like a real thing in there yeah it's wiggling around in there so yeah no going oh, back here we are oh, <laughs> um but yeah i think that the first trimester it's not uh, the other thing to to keep in mind here is that i have been so miserable i again i hate to say this because i am so grateful to be pregnant i'm so happy but it's just been so hard and I wish somebody had said it. So I have been miserable and Seb has had to step up because I just can't do the things that I used to do. Like at one point he was basically making all of my meals because I couldn't like get up and do it. So that's another thing to prepare for in the first trimester. Again, maybe it won't happen to everybody, which I'm crossing my fingers for every other person in the world that this is not your experience, but like he's had to, adjust his stuff too. Yeah. To help her. Have you talked with your mom at all about what her pregnancies were like? I'm curious, like how much of it is genetic? Yeah. Um, she had morning sickness at night. So, uh, like she's always said that at five o'clock, if she wasn't horizontal, like she was going to have a problem. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that like morning sickness in general is like a few hours a day for most people. I know that Seb's sister was sick most of her pregnancy, but I actually, I don't want to speak for her because I have no idea. I don't remember her complaining as much as I feel like I have, but also complaining at this point makes me feel better. And it's yeah. one of the only things that makes me feel better. So <laughs> that's all you have um, right now. <laughs> okay. The other thing that to, to tell everybody is like, I love to eat. Like, I derive so much satisfaction from good food, and I mm-hmm. just never want to eat. Like, I don't want anything. And it's such a big change for me in my life because instead of, like, thinking about what I'm going to eat for lunch or, like, what we're going to do mm-hmm. for dinner, like, that, those thoughts just are not – that I derive no satisfaction or joy from that anymore, which is weird. Well, and, yeah, we were talking a little bit last week about this off – off the recording, obviously, about um, how like a lot of times, I'm sure a lot of people do this, like you kind of measure your day by your meals. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't even... You're, like, what time, what time is it? Because I'm yet. not eating lunch, you know? Like, <laughs> right. right. What is time? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like it has to be just like such a mind warp in a lot of ways. It's really odd. It's so weird. I feel like that is like the prevailing thing I can say, like pregnancy is weird. Yeah. Well, and I personally like have such a hard time, like wrapping my head around, like that there's a human in your body inside of it and then it's going to come out and then it's going to be its own person. Yeah. And I'm responsible for it. (laughs) And it'll do things. It just like, yeah, I can't let my brain like think about it too much because I just seriously get really overwhelmed by how insane that is. It is crazy. It's crazy. The fact that our bodies can do this. It's also crazy to me, like who made these decisions on how pregnancy was going to work for women because they made some poor ones. (laughs) Actually, I saw a meme that was like, I've never been more sure that God is a man since I got pregnant because a woman never would have designed oh. it this way. Right. <laughs> and that feels, feels right for you. It's very true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you comfortable talking about your birth plan? Yeah, I don't have one yet. Uh, I will say we are using 
a midwife's office yes. in Raleigh, they work with two OBGYN practices who are also in the same building. So like okay. when I go for appointments, sometimes I see both the midwife and the OBGYN, which is interesting. Um, and I will also give birth in a hospital just with a midwife, not a doctor. Okay. So did you give any consideration to a water birth? I think Seb would have been fully <laughs> on board if I wanted to I give birth at home. Oh, at home. Um, at home. Yeah. Oh okay. I originally had found a birthing center that is in Chapel Hill that we were pretty committed to for a little while. And actually, it was the Google reviews that changed our mind because it seemed like they were like pretty disorganized and we're having some like turnover problems. But okay, they their facility was a couple it was a couple miles away from the hospital. So it was good access if something were to go wrong, which is really unlikely statistically for them. But their suites had a bed. It looked like an apartment, but the bathtub was in the apartment. Like it had a bed and a tub in the room. Mm -hmm. So I just I don't I don't know. I actually I don't know if I've said this on here, but I don't really like the sensation of being wet. Like when I get out of the lake, I want to be dry as soon as possible. I will avoid getting my hair wet if I know that it won't dry very fast. So water birth is maybe not for me. Okay. Not your thing. Yeah. I think I'd be down for it if it was like warm water. I don't know what the temperature is. I don't know what the temp is. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say that I didn't know until recently ish that when you're pregnant you can't take baths hotter than a certain temperature like you have to make your baths like some people take a like a thermometer in there with them yeah you can't get in the jacuzzi either yeah it's weird it's a real big bummer (laughs) a lot of things being taken away honestly (laughs) yeah yeah i i was worried about that actually because I feel like a lot of my favorite things are things that you can't have while you're pregnant, like soft cheeses, wine, any alcohol for that matter, but especially right. deli meat. Like I love sandwiches. Yeah. But I would say that I just have not been wanting any of those things. I will say I, yeah. I do miss an Italian sub already. Like sometimes I'm just like, I would love to just eat an Italian sub and right. not have to worry about it. But I would say in general, that's not been nearly as big of a deal as I thought it would be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I guess another small <laughs> little win of yeah. feeling nauseous all the time is that you also aren't missing out on the foods that you normally like. For sure. Uh, I will say that there are some really random small side effects or like symptoms that I didn't know about. So I'm sure people have heard that like your sense of smell is heightened. And I think in my brain, I was thinking like, oh, that's related to the nausea. Like you smell something you don't like and you throw up, right? But that's not the way it is for me, really. I can smell what Seb is drinking when he's like two seats away from me, which has never been the way that I am. Interesting. Um, so like he was drinking ginger ale the other night and I was like, that sounds that smells really bad to me right now. <laughs> like I can smell it all the way over there and it, it just smells bad. Which is like ginger ale. It's very neutral. Yeah. Like what I'm like trying to think. I can imagine the taste, but I'm like, I don't, what does it smell like? I don't even know. I don't, yeah. It barely smells like anything normally, but like evidently I have a super nose right now. 
Well, I wonder too, like, man, I wish we could like bring a doctor on here because I'm like, why, why does that happen? Like, why do you all of a sudden have a stronger sense of smell? No idea. So weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are the other little ones? Uh, I have hiccups a few times a day, every day. Like just a couple little hiccups. No. Okay. That's good. No. Uh, my circulation is bad, and I know that this is related to the blood flow thing, but, like, my hands and – I've been very cold, which, I granted, could be, like, the weight loss and the not eating. Like, that's definitely possible, but also my hands and feet are just freezing, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that sitting in positions that I always sit in, my hands will go numb. Like, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. You, I wonder if it's, like, your – your blood is like obviously gonna, or your body is gonna focus on keeping the baby alive. So I wonder if like your circulation, if it has to, it's like, okay, I'm going to get out of the extremities because the baby needs it. And what I read was that it's harder for your heart to pump blood back up from your hands and feet. So like those are the parts that suffer because they're the farthest away from the heart. But why is it having a harder time? I think because there's just more blood in circulation. Like it's having to work harder to move stuff around because there's more blood. Mm. Well, tell it to just give it to the baby already. Look, I, <laughs> I sometimes when I feel really bad, I'm like, Seb, you gave me a parasite. Like, yeah. I mean, like in a way, like, yeah. Kind of. Like you're, you're a host. Yeah. Like. I mean, I do truly feel like every part of my body is, like, giving the things that, like, the little, the few resources I have right now to the baby. And, like, so I'm just suffering. And that's what's happening, which is, I mean, good because the baby is fine, which uh, I guess I probably should have caveated all of this stuff with, like, the midwives think the baby is fine, heart rate strong. Like, there's no issues there, especially with, like, my intake, which has been better since I saw my midwife last. But yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we're just going to send everything to the baby. So you're out of luck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I hope the next trimester is better. When does your – okay, so first trimester is 12 weeks? It is, but I didn't realize that it's like the end of the 12th week, I think. So I'm not quite there yet. But I will say – I don't know if it's that my symptoms are tapering off or if it's that like – I've had enough assistance in the last week that things are just getting better, like symptom wise, but Mm -hmm. I feel slightly better than I have, which is good. Okay. Yeah, that's very good. Mm -hmm. It was was a rough one for a bit. Yeah. I ate two meals yesterday and two meals the day before, which is an improvement. Yeah. Big wins. Mm -hmm. Are the meals making you feel bad? Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. But I can eat them, which is, you know, step one, get the food down. Step two, figure out how to digest it. Step three, figure out how to digest it without suffering. Yes. Okay. (laughs) You have a plan. Yeah. We're working towards (laughs) it. Not sure how to get there, but we we have the steps. Yeah. Has, do you feel like Seb has like gone into dad mode yet? Which like, for those of you that know Seb personally, like Seb is a dad. Like, yeah, <laughs> he just already is. He's one of those people that's just made for it. Already. He's like 60% dad, 40% eight-year-old boy. Like, yeah, that's a great mix. Yes. Yeah. I would say that he hasn't. Like, 
okay. He did go into dad mode for a second right after we got back from the the first appointment where we had the ultrasound because Mm -hmm. we got this packet, had all this stuff in it, and one of the pages was like questions to ask your insurance. And he like called, he asked all these questions so that we knew the answer, like how many Mm -hmm. ultrasounds can you get, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I was like, wow, you are crushing it. Um, And I do feel like he's been pretty motivated on the project front but he mm-hmm. also i do think he, he's had a little bit of a tough season at work too but he's just kind of tired because he's like having to do yeah. more around the house um yeah also we haven't done i hate to say this but like we haven't had that much fun recently because i just feel bad all the time like for valentine's day we went to sullivan's because he had planned this whole thing and he really wanted a steak so i was like i'm not i'm gonna suck it up and go because you really like this is gonna be fun for you and i was just like i wish i could enjoy this really nice meal but um and then we went to the symphony one night this is how you know i was really sick we went to gravy and i did not finish my eggplant pie which like if you know gracie this it's is... my favorite thing in the whole world. And I and it's not even it's not big and it's not bulky. It doesn't have hardly any breading in it. So it's mostly yeah. just eggplant. Yeah. And I don't think I even ate that day until we got to gravy, but I couldn't even finish it. You're gonna you're gonna be owed a lot of gravy after this pregnancy. After the baby's out of there. I yeah. And Jersey Mike's both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're gonna I feel like you're gonna have like a meal plan for for post-October. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I already feel like the first meal I'm going to request in the hospital is Jersey Mike's. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to go get me a sub right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just have it ready. Yeah. Call call Mike. Let him know. Pregnancy Let him know we're coming. Jersey Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, now I tried their veggie sub. So I know you haven't yeah. tried it yet, but... It's definitely not as satisfying as their normal sandwiches, but it satisfies my craving for their bread and their, like, oil, vinegar, oregano combo, which is, like, yeah. good and yummy. Yeah. I need to go and try it. I feel like there's definitely a Jersey Mike's that's not that far from us. So good. I mean, yeah. be careful, though, because she might get addicted like me. Well, well I got to pick up your slack because you are not able to eat Jersey Mike's right now. Well, so. I mean, that's what – for all y'all How listening – How are we going to keep them in business, you know? Uh, well – uh, for all y'all listening, I told Anna when she left for Mexico that she had to drink for me too. So she was drinking yes. for two. I was really like two and a half because drink for the baby as well. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I did a great job personally. Yeah, I think so. I'm so proud. Thank you. Okay. One more story I wanted to tell. I don't think this is like very common. So maybe this is not a takeaway for everybody, but it was really interesting. Um, I think I might've had a hiatal hernia. And I think that was maybe part of the reason I was having such a hard time eating. And a hiatal hernia is like where your stomach is like pushed up into your diaphragm, which can happen from like, like heavy coughing or throwing up. So, you know, Oh, okay. Um, but I was actually talking to Debbie, my therapist person. Mm-hmm. She's very familiar with like the way the physical body works because of the way her work is. And so I was describing it to her and I was like, it basically feels like anytime I eat or drink anything, it's just sitting on top of my stomach. And so she asked me like a series of questions and she was like, I think you might have a hiatal hernia. And so I like got off the call with her and and luckily I didn't actually have to go to the doctor or anything because it resolved itself, which I do think there's some like 
manual things you can do to try to help that if mm-hmm. anybody else is in that boat. But I was telling my mom this the other day and she was like, oh, yeah, I had that, too. And I was like, OK, here are the things that like I feel like as women, we should just she had just forgotten. So that was, you know, not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, but yeah. like who like how does that even happen? Like that's such a random thing. And yeah. Most people would never think of it. And and honestly, that was a hiatal hernia basically means that when you eat or drink anything, it sits in your diaphragm instead of going into your stomach, which is like bad. But also I was like, okay, that like, at least in my brain, that makes sense why I feel so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. How do you fix it? Um, I mean, I think, I think the appropriate, I'm not trying to give like medical advice here too much, but yeah. I think a doctor can like adjust you, chiropractor, kinesthesiologist. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I do know that there's some like movements you can do with like tucking your fingers under your ribs and like pushing down to make it go back um, mm-hmm. down. But okay. like I said, I don't think it's as much of an issue for me anymore, luckily. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. There are so many things that can. <laughs> happen. It's true. Like there's just like all these random things that um, can be symptoms of pregnancy. I'm like, I feel like the only thing I'd really ever heard of was yeah, like morning sickness. Like yeah, maybe it's because like that's the most common thing that happens or like having weird cravings or, you know, like later on in the pregnancy, like maybe having some like back pain and just like general discomfort. Actually, I'm going to correct you right there. I didn't put this on the list. But back pain starts immediately. I have oh. lower back back pain now. Okay. So sorry. Sorry to disappoint. But <laughs> I thought it was like third trimester business. Okay. But yeah, there's obviously like so many other symptoms that people can have when they're pregnant that I'm like, oh, I just never knew that. 100%. And unfortunately, the hernia thing, my mom was like, oh, yeah, that might happen. And actually, Debbie had said this, too. That might happen later when the baby's big because your guts get rearranged and, like, everything's squished oh. up in there. So she was like, I used to have to drive with my arm on the other seat because that was, like, the only comfortable way for me to sit was to, like, make extra space in my, with my ribs. Yeah. What in the world? So yeah. weird. Crazy. Okay. So given – all this information, all the things that you've learned in these first 12 weeks, if you could go back and start over, what would you do differently? Okay. I have a lot to say. Also, again, I'm not a doctor, so please consult your own doctors for your best interest. But if it were me doing this over again, first of all, I think I probably would have started taking a prenatal before we started trying, just so that those vitamins were in my system. I was already taking a B complex, but I stopped taking it when I switched to prenatals, which was a mistake because B6 is known to help with nausea. So, and that's not something that I knew. Um, and I think, I feel like that's very important. So again, if you want the B6 to be built up in your system, you need to take it a little while before you're actually seeing the benefits. Right. Um, I was already on a probiotic, but I feel like that If I hadn't been like, that would have been very important. Magnesium, I was already taking, but they actually quadrupled my dose to help with my digestion. So I probably would have, I actually think I quit that also when I started the prenatal, which I would not have done at all. Um, So just like general digestive support, I would have started 
upping my fiber, like all of those things that you know to do to help your digestion mm-hmm. immediately. Like, because if yeah. I, I really feel that if I hadn't gotten so far underwater that I wouldn't be in a situation I'm in now. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, um, the other thing that I, I kind of ended up figuring my way into, but like didn't really know is that you should just not plan on eating full meals. Like I feel like I haven't eaten a really f- like a full meal in two months. So I I think mentally preparing for that would have helped. Yeah, totally. Also knowing that what you can and can't eat will change or can change, I guess. Um, because I remember, and actually this is funny. So for those of you listening, we told Anna and Taylor about the pregnancy right before we recorded the episode mm-hmm. with Taylor and Seb. Yes. So there was like a question that was like, like, what did your partner do that you appreciated um, in the last week or something like that? Mm-hmm. It was so funny because I looked at Seb and I was like, the answer is grow a human. But like outside of that, <laughs> I have done nothing besides survive. But I happened to have gone to Trader Joe's that week. So I think that's what he said, yes. which was kind of a feat, like being out of the house for more than one hour at a time. Um, but... I had gone to Trader Joe's and at that point in time, I was eating a lot of like raw vegetables and stuff. And so that's what I bought. And when I go to Trader Joe's, I like really stock up. Mm -hmm. And then like the next day I was not able to eat any more vegetables like that. Like, yeah, it was not something that I could get, keep down. Yeah. So a bunch of that stuff. I don't know that it all went bad, but like Seb had to eat a lot of it and your grocery shopping might change a little bit, like smaller batches. Right. Um, also, don't plan anything. Like, just plan on not doing anything because every time we <laughs> I had to leave the house for an obligation, it was basically like Seb pulling me out of the house. Like, do I have to go? Yeah. And he was like, yes, you have to go. So. Right. And, yeah. So, so just, so, like, plan to be at home. Plan yeah. to mess. And then if you feel like doing stuff amazing yeah last minute if you you want to go out and do something fun great but like just if you can keep the obligations off of your plate especially ones where you have to show up for other people and like be on and especially in situations where you're not comfortable sharing that you're pregnant yet yeah. um it's just it's hard to sh- when you feel really bad to be like i'm here and this is so fun you know yeah totally and then the the only other thing that i would say is like just for partners to know that it's not a walk in the park so that your workload might increase. Yeah. 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 They got to take on more on their plate for a while while, while you're under the weather. Yeah. Yep. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. I feel really good now <laughs> that I got all my complaints out. <laughs> thank you for sharing everything with us and giving us some hot tips for at least to try consider. Yeah. I am here to let you know what might help so that you don't suffer. That's what I would like for everybody. For sure. And we would love for those of you who um, have had babies, are currently pregnant or are trying to get pregnant, or even if you just have some hot tips for us, we want them. It's for real. Um, I will take all the information. You just let me know. Yeah. You can email us at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And follow along on Instagram at LikeHeartedPod. Talk to you soon. Bye.